0: Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. We are the News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams here, glad to be with you. It is Right Side Radio, where we like to say that we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. I, I am really glad to have this next segment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be intent upon bringing you stories about good people doing good things. Because all the stuff that we get in the news is usually the clickbait. It's the stuff that makes you kind of mad. It's the things that feel like you got to go take action. You know, sometimes we need to take action on things that are, you know, heartwarming or, or meaningful or have a deep impact on just the, the betterment of people's lives. And so there's an organization right now that I've become familiar with because a, a good friend of mine, uh, Bill Holtzclaw, that I served with in the Senate, uh, used to be on their staff, but Still Serving Veterans is the name of the group, Still Serving Veterans. They've been around for at least 10 years. They're a 501c3 headquartered right here in Huntsville. And their mission is to serve and to honor veterans and their families, transitioning service members, members of the Guard and Reserves, all of them, by helping them figure out their employment opportunities, secure the benefits they may have earned without even realizing it, uh, connect them to the myriad of different community-based services that are out there, or just help them, you know, by the way, to, to understand in their veteran status their worth still in society. And the person who was here to talk with us about it is someone who uh, I've just gotten to know a little bit by phone, but I'm looking forward to having her on the show. Retired Major General Paulette Risher uh, is retired, first of all, in her civilian capacity as a psychologist with the US Air Force, but also as a two-star general in the United States Army. 34 years of active and reserve service. She was also, and this hits near and dear to me, she was the first woman to serve in the US Special Operations Command as a flag officer. And we, had, we found out yesterday we had something in common. She was the president of the Joint Special Operations University, where I used to be an instructor. And today she serves as the president and CEO of Still Serving Veterans. She has a BS and an MA in psychology, a master's in education. She also graduated from the Army War College and the Air War College. Major General Paulette Risher, we are so glad you're on the show today. Thank you for joining Right Side Radio. I feel you're very
1: great kind.
0: Well, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's easy to... Uh, introduce something like that. I mean, that, that, that bio speaks volumes. So thank you for your service to the country and, uh, and and for continuing to serve in this capacity we're still serving veterans.
1: Well, Bill, thank you for your service as well. You've done so much in your life to support our state and support our nation. Thank you.
0: Well, yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. Uh, by the way, I am not standing at attention. Is that okay? I mean, you, you, you do uh, well at rank. I,
1: I am so retired.
0: <laughs> well, nonetheless... Uh, ma'am, listen, uh, let me ask you this. Uh, still serving veterans is obviously um, a passion with you, or you wouldn't be filling your time with it. But uh, can you just break down uh, sort of the mission in, in more detail than what I just did in the intro? I mean, what, what is it that you all do, and how do you accomplish it?
1: Well, thanks, Phil. I appreciate it. You hit the highlights. Our primary mission is veteran employment services. And you, you really hit the core. It's not just what kind of job you want, but what do you want to do with your life? And that's our focus. All of our counselors are veterans. All of our services are offered free. Uh, we have uh, been very fortunate that like last year, we helped over 950 veterans find good paying jobs. And this year we're well over 500, even in the first half of this year.
0: Well, that that that's amazing. And, you know, when uh, when I was in the legislature in the state senate with uh, Bill Holtzclaw, uh, we helped pass a number of bills, uh, one of which was allowing for um, uh, occupational licensure uh, that you receive in the military to transition to civilian life without having to get retested. Like, for instance, if you were a truck driver in the Army, why do you have to go get retested to be a truck driver in the military or in the civilian world? <laughs> and, and, and it just makes sense. But we've also recently— Done the same thing now, we did it also for uh, military spouses. So if your, your, if your spouse was a teacher in one state, you moved to Alabama, maybe keep teaching without having to go get recertified.
1: Well, that, that is one of the most um, helpful things for, for families. And also, we shouldn't forget that this is a very military-friendly state, and we don't tax military retirements. We have great benefits and educational benefits for our citizens. But that's always been a weakness, is that we didn't have a large or a significant amount of uh, uh, transportability of licensing. So this work that's been done both while you were serving and more recently is really making a difference in people's
0: lives well, and that that's exactly what we want because you know I, I like the name still serving veterans because one of the things that strikes me is it, it the it, the organization itself is serving veterans, but it's also implying that veterans still serve. And, and they have a worth in society that goes well beyond their uniform time.
1: That's right. You cannot do the work we do without having the sense of calling. Uh, our people are, all of our counselors are veterans. Many of them have been through uh, difficult times themselves. So they're empathetic, and we're empathetic to the struggles of, of veterans. And we also, most of us have been in business, so we understand what employers need. So we can help bridge that gap between uniform and a, and a really high-quality civilian life.
0: I gave, a, I gave testimony once at a, uh, a Senate hearing uh, on um, uh, veterans' benefits that we were trying to pass in the, uh, in the Alabama legislature. And in that particular hearing, um, I, I, I said that a veteran coming off of active duty or guard and reserve duty doesn't matter, but a veteran is someone who not only uh, picked up a skill or, or whatever. And in fact, it may not even always seem like it translates. I was an infantry officer and also civil affairs, which I know you relate to, you were civil affairs officer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, not all of that translates per se, but yet what I said in that hearing was a veteran is somebody who comes in and they know what it means to work with a team. They know what it means to have a strong work ethic. They know what it means to work long hours. They know what it means to have to pass a drug test. They know what it means to get <laughs> certified or skilled in their job more so than most of the civilian world, not to take away from civilian workers, but if you come in with that military background, I think you have a leg up because you get it already that the workforce does require things of you. And you're used to giving that.
1: Well, you know, Phil, that's, that's a piece of this. The other piece is you have to explain to the veteran that that world in the civilian work work world is not what it was on active duty. And we have to, we coach them through the cultural changes of sometimes slowing your, slowing your pace just because you want it doesn't mean someone's going to put it on your desk in the morning. And, you know, you have to kind of readjust to being a civilian as well. And so that's part of our dialogue we hold with people so that not just that they get a job, but they keep a job. And uh, we go back and we check in at the six-month and one-year point with our clients. And we found that 85% of them will stay in that job for more than a year, which is probably twice the national
0: average. Oh, that's huge. But, you know, you're talking about that transition and the expectation of what it's like to to merge into the work. I mean, so Bill Holtzclaw, my friend who you know well, uh, Bill and I sat next to each other on the floor of the Alabama Senate for eight years. And I can remember, especially in the first quadrennium, when we were still getting our feet under us, we would would have these long nights where literally we're going to 2 and 3 in the morning And 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 half the crowd in the in the Senate floor is saying, "Aren't we done yet? We got to be wrapping this up." And Bill and I are like, "What's the big deal? (laughs) Just just keep working. (laughs) Be here all night. We don't care. Do some push-ups." But um, but 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 Bill the Marine, I believe that, and I do believe. I used to kid him too, and I would I would point out that if he needed me to draw pictures for him, it would be all right. We'd make it through. But um, but he was a good brother. But uh, but uh, ma'am, I I think one of the things that also uh, needs to be said is that too often. Veterans have no idea, even though they may have had an exit opportunity or exit strategy or, or interview on active duty even, they still don't understand fully what benefits are even available to them, or, or or for that matter, when they get into a bad place in life, because just like civilian world, sometimes you have issues and you're trying to get through, they may even have more resources because of their veteran status than the average citizen, one of which I experienced, I helped pass... Um, you know, the opportunity to, uh, we call it the veterans court initiative. And as a practicing attorney Correct. also, I've seen the veterans court in in process and all it does is try to connect veterans in the court system with resources to help them through what may have gotten them into the court system in the first place that they didn't know existed. And y'all do that.
1: Absolutely. Uh, this, this connecting to veteran resources is one of our missions you know, we don't write a lot of checks ourselves, but we know who does, and we know who are trusted partners that we can send a veteran to, especially a veteran that's in real serious issues and trouble. And uh, we have an initiative that's being started to open that we're calling the North Alabama Veteran Resource Network. And it's simply an extension of our work, but it's more intentionally looking at the 13 most northern counties in the state, which is basically the Workforce Development Region 1. And there are are almost 80,000 veterans in those 13 counties, and uh, 9% of the population. Wow. Uh, Many of them are older, and uh, the older ones are the ones that concern me the most. Many of them are Vietnam veterans. Over 40% are Vietnam-era veterans many who have never applied for benefits. And they are, you know, when they came back to a not grateful nation and many of them turned their back on it and said they would do it themselves, but now they're getting sick and they are agent orange is a real deal. And we see them, we're beginning to have them come into us and we're helping them with their VA benefits at any given time. We have, um, Probably a 1,000 veterans were helping with their benefits. And even like last year alone, we had, I mean, this year alone, we've helped bring back over $1.4 million in benefits for them.
0: Oh, that's great. And,
1: it, it, you know, it really is. And But I have to tell you, we would not be able to do that without the, the support of the Alabama Department of Veteran Affairs. Uh, they have they have underwritten us to be fully accredited and certified veteran service officers. So we can actually submit a claim on behalf of a veteran through the American Legion. And that's really special for nonprofit. I don't know if anyone else in the state that's able to do that in the nonprofit arena.
0: No, and I've so seen our that.
1: services are open to anybody that's willing to drive to our Huntsville office or connect with us via Zoom.
0: Well and, 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 and ma'am, that, that's, that's something that I've seen firsthand because my father, who was a Vietnam veteran, we're a generational army in my family. Uh, my grandfather, my father, myself, I've got my sons on active duty now, but the but but my my father uh, was a Vietnam veteran, two highly decorated tours. I don't know if you ever knew him or not, Phil Williams senior there in the Huntsville area, but he he also um, uh, was highly exposed to Agent Orange had the best attitude about it, but it, it, it had a debilitating effect on him that you couldn't tell because he was bigger than life. But then it finally mm-hmm. caught up with him in 2013 and he passed away due to complications of Agent Orange exposure. But he did, he did not realize to the extent that he had benefits available to him. Uh, and and literally up until the day uh, or the month prior to him passing away, uh, some of his benefits were just then becoming made available because we did late application, but it also made a difference though uh, for my stepmom in his survivor benefits. But uh, man, we're going to take a short break here. Uh, I'd like you to stay on okay. during the break because when we come back, I want to tell the world how they can find you, how they can support you or how they can get involved. Uh, I think the organizational administrative aspects of your organization are just as important for our listeners to hear as anything. So yeah, if you go ahead and queue up that break, man, but um uh, Major General Paulette Rischer is with us, and ma'am, if you'll hold on through the break, uh, we'll come back to you in just one minute. Well, folks, it's Right Side Radio, seven seventy AM, ninety two point five FM, News Talk WVNN. Listen, we are solid conservative and just plain right, but we are also determined not just to talk the news and not just to talk about you know the things that are happening in and around our society that might aggravate you or motivate you to, 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 to you know almost like get irritated. We want to tell you the things that are worth knowing because they are mattering in people's lives and making a difference in a positive way. And you're hearing about one right now, still serving veterans. I I like this organization. I like Major General Risher and what the mission of the organization does. And we're going to hear more about it in a few minutes, how maybe you could plug in or find out how you could be helped by them. Bill Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN News Talk Giant of North Alabama. Glad to be with you. It's Phil Williams. I'm the host of Right Side Radio here on WVNN. And I'm I'm pretty excited about this uh, segment we've been in. And and I've got somebody on the line that we're going to continue with just for a few more minutes. Uh, Major General uh, Retired, Paulette Risher, uh, retired from the U.S. Army, uh, now working with an organization called Still Serving Veterans. You heard quite a bit about the things they do and provide in the community uh, General Risher, let me, let me ask you this. Um, let's just take a hypothetical. Let's say that I'm, I'm a veteran or maybe I'm the, the family member of a veteran, and I heard this segment on the radio because we have a lot of military in our community, you know, and, and, and I know you know, and, and, and I heard something and I thought, oh, I, I've always wondered if I have this available to me or I don't know how to get my disability rating increased or whatever. How do they reach you? What do they do?
1: Well, Phil, there's two easy ways. One is our website is ssb.org, and we have a local phone number, 256-883-7035. And in our area, if you put in Veterans services in Google, we're usually the first thing that comes up.
0: Okay, well, that's good. If you're the first thing that comes up, that means in the Google searches, they're looking for you, and, and you keep doing the work. Um <laughs> so so that, that's true. that's huge. So if they call, they're gonna get they're gonna get a, a warm body who's actually gonna to talk to them and, and maybe set up an appointment. Is that the way it works?
1: Yes, sir, it does. And we um we have our normal duty hours are are we open at eight in the morning and close at four thirty. If we are out of the office, our wonderful receptionist will have the phones rolled to her. So uh we will return the call and uh make an appointment for people. So, and if it oh, happens to be something that we don't uh, do, we know in town who does.
0: Well, and, and so only um, retired military working for a veteran organization would ever say duty hours without blinking, and that just happened. So, <laughs> I
1: just, <laughs> hard well, listen,
0: <laughs> I, would, I would also just, though, say uh, you are a 501c3. I mean, if people want to support your organization or if they want to get involved to assist as a volunteer or, or, or whatever, is that something that is available as well?
1: Absolutely. We always are wonderful and
0: uh, welcome money. <laughs> now, yeah, my
1: development no. person will be very glad I said that. But uh, on our website, there's a donation page. Uh, we also have the opportunity, if you have a veteran member you would like to remember in memoriam, that we have um, an opportunity to do that where you can recognize a service member and your family that may have passed on. Um, We also have two events coming up for the rest of the year. Um, We have this great event, and judging from some of the advertising I've been hearing, this one will fit right in. It's called Bullets, Bourbon, Barbecue, and Beretta.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah, it is. I'm and already I will fired up despite you <laughs> that
1: the uh bullets come before the bourbon. <laughs> so,
0: Usually wise.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is wise. So we have um this event is held at the King Bee Farms um in um, Tennessee, just over the border. Uh it's a fundraising event and it's sponsored by the Special Operations Forces Network, the Huntsville Soft Network, and uh, Beretta. And Beretta provides all the firearms, and uh, it is a really fun event. And it's going to be on the, uh, let's see, I wrote that down here. I'm of course, on your website as we speak. On it. It's in September, and yeah. uh, it's on our website And then we have a golf tournament we hold every year. This is our 16th annual golf tournament, which will be held at Cherokee Ridge on the 8th of October. And it is a really great event. That's a beautiful course. Um, Just People really enjoy it. Yes, it's competitive because they're golfers.
0: But
1: it's a really fun event.
0: We are, we are oh. coming up on that hard break, but uh, Major General Paulette Risher, I want to thank you for your service to the country and your continued service with Still Serving Veterans, an organization that, that does a lot, and I hear nothing but great things about. So, so thank you for being on the show today, and uh, we'll have you back again. In fact, I'm looking right now at being at Bullets Bourbon Barbecue and Beretta <laughs> in September. That's right up my alley. <laughs> hey, folks. Uh, <laughs> News Talk, 770 a.m., 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. We got a big show coming up. We got plenty more to talk about, and we'll be back right after this.